1: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please gamble responsibly and be begamblerware.com. It's Light Eye podcast, the weekly show where we talk about everything to do with Sheffield Wednesday. My name's James and as ever, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello listeners. Uh, in today's episode, we'll be discussing how we progress into the next round of the FA Cup. We'll be against Exeter for talking about things such as the next manager, some of the transfer rumours that have been doing the rounds as ever. Uh, and We'll also be talking about some of the prospects that have been coming out of the academy, some of which uh, we saw in that win against Exeter. So we'll uh we'll jump straight into it, Jeremy. Um obviously that 2-0 win against Exeter in the third round of the FA Cup. How did you think that performance were? I thought it were brilliant. Um early
3: on, few chances for Exeter. Um did you did you watch it, mate?
2: Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Uh, I watched it all. Um yeah, I watched it on on BT. One thing I will say, that commentator, he was dreadful <sighs> by the way. Just <laughs> just oh, get it out of the way first. <laughs>
3: Oh, that I just, I just think as a start, it, it, was, it seemed like it was going to be one of them days. You know, when you hear about extra time and the goals they've scored and it's a lower league, but they're flying and whatever, whatever, you're putting your youth team out. But it was complete opposite. Um, I think we controlled it more, obviously, when we got that goal. Reach took it well again. Um, I'm always impressed with Reach, to be honest. I think he's a class player, but yeah, he's playing in his position more now. Reach took his chance again and then we seem to obviously develop from there a, a brilliant
2: result all in all. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that team that they that they put out, we were quite shocked to be honest. I didn't think they'd have as many first team regulars as as they actually did. Um, you know, he likes yeah. Bannon and Reach and and Patterson. Uh, but sounds it, that's probably the only team that we had to put out with the fact that they're only four subs yeah. on the bench. So, yeah, obviously that team has been hit quite hard with the COVID and and stuff. Which I know they've been quite tight-lipped about who's. Who's caught it and who's had to isolate and things, things like that. But you know, with, with the team that they out I think the main the the main thing was just to get through the ninety minutes without any any casualties, which which they did. Yeah. You know, no no injuries, or anything like that. And you know, and they got through to the to the next round. Same as you, really. When when them, that chance that they had in what second or third minute when they had the header, yeah. I just thought, oh, you know, <laughs> like you said, it's going to be one of the, those days. But I thought it was quite a professional performance they just kind of just did what they needed to do really just got the got the job done um you know we had quite a bit of possession which is kind of unheard of for for us in recent in recent weeks Uh, i know obviously it's a you know a lower league side and you you should you know you should really we should really be dominating these sorts of sides but didn't really do much with it to be perfectly honest we had a few had a few chances like you said that goal from reach he's only sure has not he? Um, yeah, that goal. That goal they scored against Blackburn, uh, that he has still got those. Yep. You know those finishes in Locker, and I thought he took it. I thought he took it really well. Um, Never
3: scores a tap in.
2: No, he doesn't. He do not uh, Which is uh, which is good. I mean, I, you can't read too much into it. They were, like I said it's such a depleted squad. Um, I weren't that bothered about the outcome either. To be perfectly no, uh, same. I'm going to say the same. You know, I, if um, if they'd have lost, so be it. To be honest. I'd, I'd rather than concentrate on league. It's that age-old saying, you? you know. When you get the oh, cup, yeah, we're just concentrating on league, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, <clears throat> but no we uh, I thought we were just a, a good, good, solid performance. I mean, what, what did you think to uh, you know to like so Brennan and, and Shaw and? Well, for a start, all of them playing. That's why it
3: was a win-win situation for us because if we lost, we played kids, off for kids. But if we won, yeah. we won with kids, so we couldn't really lose the match in a way. But um, playing the kids like we did. Um it, it helped us a bit. This COVID thing for the first time ever actually helped us a bit because it didn't give him like an Eddie Akeru to pick off feeling like he had to pick this person or that person. And he, he had the opportunity to sort of play the young players, if you like. And um, they all they all played well. So like when you look at people like the Galvin and you look at Thompson and even though Thompson only played a minute or whatever, but you look at these people that were playing, they come on or they start or the bench or whatever and, they, they, look, they didn't look nowhere near out of place. And yeah, I know it's Exeter, but that's an, a good League Two side. It'll be out in the back pocket, like maybe League One next season. So it, it shows, said so that they were to go out on loan, for example, they're yeah. going to be going to League League One, League Two sort of stage, and they will play week in, week out sort of thing. But at the same time, um, we're crying out for a left back, and you've got a player like Galvin, who, who I thought it was
2: fantastic
3: yesterday. I don't know what you yeah, thought of yeah, him.
2: Yeah, he had a he had a solid game. I mean, there were one standout performer, uh, sure, who we'll we'll come yep, yep. on to uh, in a little bit later on. But I think, more, you know, all of them that played, we are being remarkable. They just they just did a did a job. You know, it was it was a pretty boring game. I, I must admit, you know, it wasn't exactly you know, it's not one to not exactly one to remember for the entertainment side of things. But you know, we got the, on, we got the result, and and uh, we just need to move on to to, to the next round. Really, um, I mean. When touching on Brennan, I thought later on he made some vital tackles and blocks. They were one one yep. where um, I think you know a corner that came in or something, and he, he got to the near post in front of the uh, in front of strike and pu- uh, pushed it behind for a, another corner. And then there were one, I think uh, he just where he was almost certain to score. That uh, I can't remember if it were the uh, next player but he just kind of shouldered him off and. Made it hard for him, and you know, in, and then Wildsmith made it quite a quite comfortable, comfortable save. So, you know, they, 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 you know it's not like they didn't have anything to do. They still uh, <clears throat> had a bit of a job to do, and I thought they just did it, uh, did it really well, um, which is uh, which is good. I mean, yeah, moving on to Shaw. They, People said that it was a bit like Zinedine Zidane, and I could, I could see that <laughs> that that turn that he did—he absolutely had his pants down when he uh, when he turned him at Park, and and then what five minutes later he, he did that excellent run from that interception to you know to Mitchell. yeah fantastic up that goal. I mean, I know we we spoke about Shaw um, after the Derby game, and we weren't kind of overwhelmed by his performance, but I know he got the I know he got the man of the match, but. He's, he's just kind of he's just come on every single game. You know he's had. what's it? He played against Middlesbrough and he scores a goal. Then he gets jumped <laughs> yeah, yeah. defense against Derby and he gets man at the match. Then he's played in defense again against Exeter and he gets an assist. You know he's done more in them three games than some of the players have done all season. So, yeah. I mean, what what do you, what do you think about sure? Well, just going to say touching on that,
3: you know, like you said, um, he got put in defense against Derby. Like, mm. The thing is, it he, he were a defender under Monk, weren't he? So he was playing yeah. as a defender under Monk. So he weren't really like now with class him as a midfielder, which is one good thing that Pulis did, to be honest, is put him in midfield. He says he fancies him in that position, whether he's right with that, one thing he got right. But so now we're looking at him and saying, oh, no, he's got put in defence. But I think he, he has his career being a defender as it is. So it's good that he can slot into that position and when he's needed, he can do it. But at the same time, that interception, whether it were 90th minute or not, it just shows he, he can read game and it can get out of a bad situation instead of holding back like that's that's what I thought about it nine times out of ten you know what we're like and well, everybody in box, and then we can't see lay goals or whatever he, he weren't he weren't looking to sit back and just hold on for the last minute he was looking to push no. it out and do, and do what he did and obviously he's done that and he's played well in the last few games and everything he seems like a, a good lad as well speaking to him and things like that and he's got his head screwed on and people like him and Galvin and Thompson and Brennan you, you can't fault them, You can't fault coming in, putting a performance in like they have, and they've not done any bad things for themselves whatsoever going forward. No,
2: I mean I thought uh, I thought Shaw went into the corner to be perfectly honest. Uh, he kind, of, yeah, he just kind yeah. of stopped, and I thought, I'll be, you know, get into the corner and just run game down?" And uh, next minute he just <laughs> takes it past him, and uh, you know side foots it across the uh, across the box, like easy tapping for Patterson. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw, but I think mean, whoever controls their social media, they, they tweeted yeah. uh, a bit a bit salty. To be fair, it said sort of like uh, you know that that's it, game over. Uh, Patterson scored, but he was miles offside. Then I think he must have either watched the replay or read the rule book because he quickly uh, quickly deleted that tweet. so <laughs> uh, <right>. yeah. <clears throat> I mean you just touched on uh, Shaw Shaw playing in defence. Uh, we had a, a tweet in by. Holmes a eight uh, and he just said uh, Shaw getting praise on his recent performances and how he brings ball out from the back but when Lee's and I offer a fit would you keep Shaw at centre-back with one of them or would you put Shaw back in midfield that's an excellent question it
3: is, it is it's a good question but not only that As I don't I don't want him in defence sure. So I want him in midfield and you look at Cooley said he wanted him to be a bit like Hutchinson or whatever and the thing is when you look at him is it's not just a defender that's like with. They said, "Oh, you know what? Let's try him in midfield." And instead of a defensive midfield, like Hutchinson, whatever, he's literally he's pl- tried him in midfield, and he's all he's. Yeah, he's a defender, and he can defend, but he's also, as we saw, attacking, and he can score, and he gets in the right positions. So, yeah, I, I just, I just think get rid of him in defence unless you really, really need him, and focus on him in midfield because I think I honestly do think he's got everything in midfield. So I think going forward, playing centre mid. Um, yeah. if you want to play him dropping out behind behind Bannon or whatever then do it but if, if we're obviously at home to set, sort of say a lower team put him a bit further up in midfield and I don't know I think you've just got to work around him to be honest not drop him and get back to we have to play leagues, we have to play this player and we have to play that player play who's on form simple as that no, who do you want in the
2: next round of the uh,
3: of the cup? I, th- I think there's only one team anyone wants in there, United I just think oh. if you get so, you know because you know, we get to like we've got Man City a few times um, who did we have Arsenal a few years ago ever it's different when fans are there like obviously Man City when we played I think we were about 10,000 there I think that was the day before lockdown the, the last game before lockdown because I went to it and I had some two Chinese lads sat behind me and I remember they had face masks on and I was going to my little brother what the hell are they doing in face masks look at state and all this and then obviously now look at us so, and they're in paper and everything for it but yeah I think that was last match but there was no atmosphere we got battered and it went third round or whatever it was so it's a bit different to, or fourth round, whatever. a bit different to when you're playing Arsenal in quarterfinals when you're at top of league and league and stuff like that but so for now, I can't, I don't want to get Man U, well I'm not bothered about getting Man U and going there, having this slight chance of getting an injury and no fans there or whatever so I just think Sheffield United is just the only one that appeals to me unless somebody like, um, what do you call him, Chorley or something like that Play yeah, again. I mean,
2: Yeah, I think I was going to say exactly the same. I I wouldn't mind having one of these uh, lower league sides. And and again, we can just play play the kids because I think really, you know, these games are coming thick and fast. I think next round of Cups in two weeks' time, I think it is. So, um, you know, I do really just want to. Focus on the league, and you know, like I say, we can we can play a different side, have a look at kids again, and if we again win, lose, or draw, whatever it is and then it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. So for me, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, obviously, yeah, if we get United, what, what a time to play and when they're in the, you know, what, run a bad form that they're on, but I'm not really that bothered to be honest.
3: I was going to say, James, you know what it is? I don't know if you've seen this, but do you know that they're doing the fourth and fifth round draw at the same time? Yeah, yeah you know I've, that. Seen, I've seen that. So, yeah, so uh, we might so, so find I've, out No, we're going to say so. I think how it will work is set up the fourth round draw set. Let's just do it. Hypothetically speaking, we get Bournemouth. I don't even know if they in it. Bournemouth, for example, and Sheffield United get, I don't know. Preston, just something random but then it says in the fifth round it'll be winner of them two games play each other that's when you're like yeah. right we want to win we want to win we want to win but then if you not know, next round say you got manual away sort of thing and you, it's not not really that you don't want to win because you always want to win but you're not as bov- well you can't say not as bothered because the players don't want to play manual but you get what i'm saying like i think yeah, a lot of it because fifth round draw yeah fifth round draw a lot of it you can sort of plan for the next game or how much do you want to play and how much does it but yeah so yeah, yeah if it's
2: someone like if it's someone like a, a Reading or a, a you know, some championship, then yeah, you're not gonna not be that yet to you know no. to play playing those. So reading um, away and then Birmingham away, something like that now. Excellent. Now obviously at the time of recording, um, we still haven't got a manager. Um now Paul Cook, he's heavily, you know, odds on favourite. Uh odds keep changing all the time. Um I mean at one point we had Joey Barton as the, uh, the favourite but yeah the time record I think he's one to three on um, Paul Cook to take the job uh, what, what would you think if, if Paul Cook took I know we touched on it last, uh, on his last episode yeah. but do you think it'd be a good appointment? Yeah I do 100% I, I, I want him that's what I
3: want um, I the only opinion I've got on this to be honest James apart from the fact I don't want another boring manager the only opinion I've really got on it is I want Cook and I would love maybe controversy and I'd love to have Megson as an assistant, get him in the finger. I just I've I've always loved Megson, I've always loved him because he's, he's a Wednesday fan, simple. But I don't know where he's gone off read or blah blah blah. But I just think I don't know it. You know, as a you know, like when we get, I don't know, a second manager. I don't want to get a manager in and a second, but you know when he's assistant or whatever, he's a Wednesday fan, he, he won't let players get to negative or all like that. And he's passionate. Yeah. And then if and then if somebody does have him get a second future, but that he'll step in and I don't know, I just want him, I want him at the club. I don't know why I just really want him at the club, but apart from that. I don't really know because all you ever hear is that, in it. So who's manager going to be? Well, my mate works at a kit ground and he's kit man's best friend's cousin's postman's friend and he says that, blah, blah, is at Hillsborough today? And, and do you know what I mean? It's That's all you ever bloody hear. But all I would do if I were chance to hear it is I know you can't match fix and stuff like that, but you know when you appoint a pure list, you've just got to tell someone, your close mate, who can tell somebody else and somebody else and somebody else, 10 people down the line, that you're going to appoint Pulis, so to put 50 grand on it. Do you know what I mean? You've got to what, what? You've got to do it. That's probably why he's sacking all these managers because he's making fortunes <laughs> off it. Yeah,
2: probably. What do, what do you think yeah. then? What do you think? Yeah, I, I'd be quite happy with Cook. Uh, I think it's the safest option. Although yeah. saying that, I, I would have said that Pulis were the safe option as well last time round. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That. So uh, I'm not too sure if that's you know if that's going to going our favour or not but you know you look at what he's done uh, you look at where he's uh, where he's been and the success that he's had uh, he's worked on a on a shoestring budget which we're going to have that same shoestring budget and and everything so um yeah i think he's probably going to be the best person to
3: what yeah, about Crowley then
2: the division not want him anymore well i do but he's he's fell off a radar if you look at the uh, you know if you look at the the odds and and stuff um so i think he's probably out of the picture although when you're on Sky. Who did that interview and whatever? Yeah, yeah. He sounded like he was a bit interested, but you know things have come out to say that that Cook's the favourite. I just think that every time,
3: manager wise or whatever, not just Wednesday, ninety percent of things, you, you get your favourites when something happens, and I just it never ever seems to be on. So it, do, do you know what I mean? It never seems to be one at favourites or who's going to get yeah. a job and all this. I just think I just could be someone completely random. but I also don't think he's... is. I thought you were going to rush it for January, but. I don't know whether because of the recent results, that's Ince's decision to take it a bit slower. But at the same time, you'd, you'd like to have thought he wanted to get someone in because of getting their own signings and things like that. But it's a tricky one because do you get someone in now when they're playing like this and it seems to be a buzz around place and might upset some or but then doesn't make his signings or do you get someone in that makes his signings?
2: And yeah, I mean, window don't close till first of February, does it? So well, last day of January, so they they's still have got- for the January. <laughs> Yeah, it's still got plenty of time to to make the signings whoever it whoever it is that, that comes in. So I don't think we're I don't think we you know, hitting panic panic buttons just yet. I know there has been a few transfer rumours uh, flying around, which again we'll uh, we are going to loosely talk about because there's not been many, but we'll yeah we'll chat about those a little bit a little yeah. bit later on. I mean, there were quite a lot of. Uh, discussion on social media about Joey Barton where obviously he got sacked at, at Fleetwood and then he suddenly shot at favourite at the, for the Wednesday job what what would you have uh, what would your thoughts have been if he'd have took the job well
3: for, for a start if he'd have took job the second he left Fleetwood I think every I think would have just no I, d- I don't think he'd be a more stated man in football like the, I don't know purely, <laughs> that happens with Monk then Pulis next day and then that with him but as, I don't know, for a start it would never work. His his personality, Joey Barton's personality, which I see right, never you could just see it clashing yeah. straight away. But but at the same time, again, you can't judge him because he's not he's just been at Fleetwood or whatever. And yeah, he's not had a success, but he's kept him fairly high or whatever. But at the same time, he's he's one of them people like I don't want to compare him to Gerard, but he's one of them passionate sort of old old school footballers that if he does come in and it yeah, it could go wrong, but it also could go really right. So yeah, I don't want him. I don't want him. No, I'd rather have someone like Cook, especially where we are. If we're if we're mid table, maybe, but because we cook and whatever, um, because we're low and Cook could obviously do a better job. I think. I reckon it's safe not to take him on. And I think if you're going to do it. A by now
2: Yeah, I think has scored quite a few own goals recently <laughs> with things that he said and, and whatever. I think. I think in order to win some fans round I know. You know, everyone said that fans wanted Jordan Rhodes and look at that turn turned out. But I think, you know, just, yeah. just get fans on your side right now when things are looking a bit bleak and what have you, I think just need he just needs to, you know, appoint Cook and then uh, let's just take it from there. It sounds like he sounds like he does want the job. Uh I know where uh, he was again on you doing punditry duties uh on on Friday night and it's uh he didn't exactly Say no to no, the job, yeah, which yeah. Uh, which is they're never going to say yeah, are they? Do you know what I mean, they always stay tight lit, but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't you can play tell. You can
3: tell, can't you? Yeah, you can hey tell when good. somebody's
2: interested and in when they're not, can't you? Exactly. Now we're going to uh, just talk about the the academy kids. I know we've already spoken a little bit about them, but uh, for me, uh, I just think it's fantastic to see that we've got these young lads. Coming out through the academy, we have spoke about Liam Shaw quite quite a bit already. Uh, you know, he's made what nine appearances, got that goal, the assist. You know, he's had that man of the match as well. Uh, he's he, for me, he's one of the people that you'd said that he he would you know be straight into the first team. You know, yeah, every, first every pick, week.
3: first pick, literally, Your first pick. Yeah, yeah. He,
2: yeah, I think he's going from strength to strength as well. Uh, he's you know moving up. He's taking everything by his stride. In his stride, he's. You know, he's scoring the goal, he's getting the assists. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's doing doing fantastic. I mean, I, I saw a comment on on social media uh, earlier that said that, you know, everyone's getting so excited about Liam Shaw, and everyone needs, you know, everyone needs to stay grounded, and you know, we need to wait for him to develop. But I, my my argument to that would be: How do we know when when they're ready? How, how do we know that? No, it's not like you know, you don't you don't say, oh, he's ready, move him up. But for me, he needs to be playing in in first team you know, against all these other championship clubs, surely that's how you're going to get better. You're not going to get any better playing against under 23s. Uh, you know, how did they know that Wayne Rooney were ready? How did they know that Mark Lowen were ready when he came through? Now, I know we're talking about two world-class players there and Liam Shaw's props not in that in that same mould, but by the same token, I think he's shown in these last couple of games that he, he has got what it takes to be in, in that first team. So, I mean, what, what would you say about that? Well, it's
3: for a start, you know like, I, I hate it when oh, all your agree is he's not ready yet. It's not ready yet, and it's mainly when you see him in one game like that. Like Calvin, everyone's raving about him, but yeah, he's not ready for the first team yet. Like, what? Why not? Like, he's made one good performance there. If you don't, if he doesn't make a good performance next game, then yeah, you can drop him again. So what I don't get is things like we show, sure oh, he's not ready or this person isn't ready. Instead of waiting to, till you think they're ready, put him in the bloody game against teams in championship, and then if they play well, they're ready. If they don't then you can just drop him again. Do you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. So when it comes to players like Shaw, I think I think you've got everything, Shaw. And I think you. we will wait until they're ready, put him in under-23s. If you're not going to put him out alone, just flip him, play him. And then if they don't play well, you, you can drop him again. But you're never going to know unless you try.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like I said, um, I'm quite happy with Shaw playing in first team. I think he's ready. I think, uh, yeah, we'll... Uh, you know, Brennan, he's he's doing well. He's He made his debut he did make his debut last season i think it was in, in a cup game so he's already you know he's already played a few times but i thought he did you know had an excellent performance and you know if you know Liam palmer's come through the come through the ranks he's now obviously in first team and has been for all those appearances that he's made for the club and it would be great to see someone else to do you know doing yeah. exactly the same and uh, i said it's it's like the you know the FA cup does give us chances to play these uh play these kids and yeah, hopefully, hopefully it continues. Earlier on, we got the chance to speak to Declan Thompson and Ryan Galvin after they made their full professional debut for the club on Saturday. Here's what they had to say, starting with Ryan Galvin.
4: Yeah, I, I was happy with myself. I thought I could have got forward a bit more than like I did because I normally get forward a lot, but I was just I just wanted to just do the job, like not be good, solid defensively.
3: As for Wigan as well So just going back to Wigan I was just thinking about Because Jay, Jay Dunkley was there at the same time When you were on trail At Wednesday which, Did you know him And like who, who were the most welcoming Who did you take to Who like puts his arm around you is
4: it? When I first When I first came uh, Josh Rindas was here as well. he, You know like He's a Oh yeah 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 so I spoke to him Quite a bit at, the, at first But I wasn't I was with the 23's And you, you like You don't really speak To the first team that much
3: If I were going to A club like Wednesday And I didn't support him all you ever get told to say, and it's obvious, What? oh, listen, it's a massive club and fans this and fans that or whatever, but on your honest opinion, when you tried to try it on Wednesday, because you've obviously never played in front of the crowd anyway, you, you must have been here and seen the crowd or whatever. What did you think, yeah. like, honestly, when you signed that contract?
4: No, honest, honestly, when I, um, I, I think I signed on, like, a Friday and then we trained Saturday morning and then I went, to, um, I went to the game. You know, I can't remember who it was, but it was back when fans were allowed and like at Wigan they didn't really like we went to the games, but you'd never like they'd probably feel one stand you know what I mean and then when I went to Hillsborough and seeing how many fans are like big yeah, big you know because it was that like, packed I was like yeah okay
2: when did when did you find out that you were, that you were playing there on Saturday
4: uh Friday night when yeah Friday night
2: so how did it how did it feel then to, to get you know to get the nod what did you how did you feel
4: yeah, I felt good. I was just like, I just really, I was just, I didn't want to like make it a big thing. I just kept it, kept it simple. If you know, what I mean, I wasn't overthinking it.
2: To, to make your your first appearance for Sheffield Wednesday, um, I mean, how did you think? How did you feel your performance went? I know you said you wanted to get forward a little bit, a little bit more than you did, but you must have been pleased with uh, with how, how you performed, and obviously
4: to get that win as well. I was happy with the with the performance because before the game, Mandy just said, "Don't." don't let your wing across the ball and I don't think you did all game. So that was just my aim.
2: And here's what Declan Thompson had to say about what it's been like since that debut on Saturday.
5: Yeah, it's been hectic. I've had thousands of messages from like fans like Wednesday and United like from different countries nice. everywhere like all over the world. It's been nuts. Do you know what? I want to tell everyone that's listening and
3: you, James, the best thing about this fight is I rung him up and says, hey, Right, mate, can um, you do a Zoom call blah, blah, blah. He went, Yeah, yeah, I'm just having a game of COD. And I'm just that is just a typical young lad sat playing COD with his mates, where obviously he's played for Wednesday who he supports. So you're 18, mate, right? Yep. You support Wednesday. You've now yeah, got for... Can you remember the first game you ever went
5: to? Yeah, first game I went to was Nuts Counter at home. I sat in COP with my mum and one of my best friends. And that was the first ever game I went to. So when were you told,
3: we spoke to Ryan earlier, uh, he told us when he, he found out night before, when, did, when were you told that you were going to be in squad?
5: I uh, found out on Thursday when squad the squad got released through WhatsApp and then obviously we had to train on the Friday, so. So knowing that, um, Thursday when you were told,
3: um what the, what the hell was the feeling like? As a, it's all right, people that come to clubs say, no, it's a massive club and blah, blah, blah. I want to play for him. But what the hell is it actually like for a Wednesday fan that has been told he can never, ever play football again? He might not even be able to walk again to come on and just even not even be in the squad to come on. What was it like when he said, right, there
5: come on, get your kit on, you're going on? What the hell was that feeling like? It, were, it was, sh- I was more shocked than anything. I, was, I, I looked at Rice, uh, like my, my family and stuff said. Like, you can see when I was coming on, I looked at Rice and was like, is it, am I coming on? Like, it was, I, I was shocked, like, very shocked. You've got Wednesday top on now, haven't you? Yeah. Got the shirt is that on from the game? game? Yeah, I got the
3: shot on the game. That's absolutely brilliant. So, everyone's seen your reaction for your dad, and I bet you border it now, but yeah. you see Nan and Grandad as well in it. That They, they have a yeah. big interest on you.
5: Yeah, so my granddad's literally took me to every single game, home and away. Like, he's been the biggest, he's, He's been my biggest fan ever since What's I was... What's his name? called Craig. Massive shout-out to Craig then. So it's a football family, obviously, isn't it? Because your dad's yeah. at Stocksbridge. Is he assistant manager at Stocksbridge? Yeah, he's the assistant at Stocksbridge.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, Declan, you were um, diagnosed with that Perthes disease. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what age was that when you, uh, when you found that out? Uh, five five years old and for those that are listening I just want to explain what it what it is because I don't think many people have have heard of it I certainly hadn't heard of it before uh, uh, before I, I found out
5: yeah so it's where the blood supply to the femur bone gets cut off and obviously there's no blood in the bone so it starts to come away at the hip and just like starts to deteriorate really So I had pins and plates in my leg, and then I had like a few more operations to obviously check through and get things sorted. I had, I went through uh, rehab like twice every week, and then it started to like progress, started to like get back into like running and walk, like walking, then running. But while like, while I was all in the wheelchair and stuff, I was like, I was still in primary school. I used to make rules up with my friends where I could kick the ball in my wheelchair, like like with the, with the wheel of my wheelchair. Dick, Dick, can you be honest? So, so honest answer. So when, when you're in a
3: wheelchair, when you're younger and all this, it, like for me, when I, I was younger, I was playing football. I was quite good when I was younger, to be honest. But anyway, I always wanted to play for Wednesday. I'm going to play for Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. For you, did you ever think like, did you always think you can, you're never going to play from? You can't. You're in a wheelchair. Or did you always think like I want to get better and train? Do,
5: do? you know what I mean? What 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 would it like? There weren't. I, I never thought that I'd never play football. I knew, like, from when I was younger, I knew I was going to play football. Did like, you know? If, yeah, it's just one of them things where you know you're going to become something. And in my head, I always knew. Said to myself, if there's one thing I'm going to do in my life, it's play football. But that it wasn't just for me because obviously, what my granddad helped me with, like. He, he took me into my first team. So it was more like as a family thing, like I didn't want to get into the wrong side of things and like, be easier influenced by my friends to do stupid things. So I just wanted to like be on the family side and make like my family proud and stuff like that.
2: You, you, you were with uh, Sheffield Wednesday when you were younger then yeah. uh, then you got released, didn't you? And obviously went yeah. to Stocksbridge. And then what, what, how, how did it come about? you you signing again for, for Sheffield Wednesday.
5: So um, I went on tour with South Yorkshire to America and my cousin Ellis, they wanted him to come on trial. And they spoke to his mum and said, is there like any other players that are going? And they said, his mum said me. And then I ended up, we both went on trial and unfortunately it was just me that signed. But, ever since then, like, I've always gone round to his house, like, just to say thank you to his mom, And, like, I've always been round there and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, just, just before we go, Declan, just one, one final thing. I mean, where, where do you go from here then? So, what's, <clears throat> what's, the, what's the next steps? Obviously, you've made your first appearance. What's, what's the next steps? Just trying hard in training? Or...
5: Yeah, battle, battle as much as I can. I, I want to be one of the first names on the team sheet in, like, years to come for, obviously, so fans can come and watch, obviously when Corona goes, and I want like I want to show the fans that I'm not just a player that's come through and playing for him. I want to show the fans that I'm a fan as well, and like Brilliant. that anything's possible, really. Fantastic. I'm
2: sure that I'm sure we'll be uh, we'll be singing your name at some point uh, in the near future.
5: Hopefully, hopefully. Dick,
3: like on, you know when you you know when you eat like you've just said you have go around to see his mum. And you did it for your nan and granddad. You, you know, when you watch, I know this is a crap, like, example, but you know when you watch things like X Factor and it's sob stories, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm doing it for my dad. I'm doing it for my mom, whatever. It's just same shit every day. Like, we, you yeah. were here, you could genuinely see, like, you're a Wednesday fan. You said you knew you were going to play for him. You did it for your nan and granddad, whatever. You, you genuinely did, you knew you were going to do it. And it's absolutely mental that you have. And as cringy as it sounds, you really are an inspiration and I uh, thank you a lot for coming on and I thank really, you. really, really do wish you all the best at Wednesday, mate, and keep in touch. Thank you. Well, if, if somebody said to you right now then, like, you need three players, you can pick three players to play right now, like starting, who would, who would you say, right, them three have to play? Do you know what I mean? Who would you be 100% needs to play first, first three players?
2: Um, I would say, you've got to have Bannon in the side. You, you can't, you can't not choose Barry Bannon. Uh, I don't think. Okay. Um, even though I think sometimes we do play too much and, through him, and I, th- I think we do rely on him quite a lot, which is probably our downfall a little bit. I think that you know he, he has got the ability to change a game, which uh, which we do, and even he, he does give hundred and ten percent effort. You can't you can't fault him for that. Um, yeah, you've got to say on recent performances, you've got you can't leave Callum Patterson out. I mean, he scored three goals in three games. He's our leading goal scorer. Yep. When you know it doesn't, doesn't look like we're gonna score goals from anywhere else, to be perfectly honest. Um and you've got to you've got to have Patterson in there, and then I think the next person you'd have to say oh, it's a tricky one, really.
3: Oh, let's, make it three out of three.
2: Let's I would have to go for I'd have to say not Dunk, Dunkler, to be honest. He uh, he's impressed me. I know he's not I know he's not played a great deal, but I think that's a testament to how poor with being this season, to be perfectly honest. Well,
3: I'd have to say sure,
2: sure. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could, you could say, you could say sure. Um, I think, yeah, you, you could, you could say sure as well. But now I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with Dunks, Bannon, and Patterson for me. Is the, is yeah. the three that have to be nailed on when they fit.
3: And Bannon as well, James. I think it's with Bannon. You know, we, we made that amazing season we always try and refer to, but when we had Wallace and players like Forestieri and everyone on form and stuff, there weren't as much pressure on him then. So if he did something wrong or whatever, he had loads of backup sort of thing and he'd score odd wonder goal and stuff, but he'd always play well, he'd do that one amazing ball for goal. Nah, because yeah. he ain't not got that around him and all these players we used to have or whatever, you, you, you pick up on a lot more things and there's not as many people to sort of back him up and score a wonder goal to stop thinking, because now if he makes a mistake, a lot of times we've been losing. So... Why did he do that stupid ball? Why did he get that ball away? So I think that's where it is, a lot of pressure because of the players we currently
2: have. Yeah, I think it, it puts yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on himself. And like I said to you, I think we, we feel like everything has to go through him. I think, you know, when, when you're watching a game, you know, he's picking the ball up off a of defence. We're, we're passing it into him all the time. You know, yeah. Pessie, That's the that's only passes only passes to Bannon. I don't think it passes to any other player to be perfectly honest when he's playing.
3: Passes to, um, to the
2: corner flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a crabbing head, a sideways pass. I mean, Pess is never going to be a, he's never going to be a will beater, is he? Just he, 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 tries. Does he, a, tries he just does him. a job, but uh, he does a job there. Uh, but going back to Bannon, um, yeah, I think really we 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 should. I've said it already, already before. He needs to play further up the field because he's that person that he should be passing to. You know, when he's picking ball up from yep. back four, he's that yep. he's that next pass. Whoever he's passing it to, he it should be him. And then he should be, you know, he can actually, you know, thread that uh, through ball or, you know, play it wide or, you know, cross it in like he has been doing, uh, you know, recently. And I think uh, he just needs to get further, further forward. It's it's just been there forever, or so it seems. Anyway, since he since he signed from from Villa, and uh, yeah, I think he's one of the players that he's just been he's just been forever forever in the side and. Uh, he, he's someone that we'd, we'd miss if he's uh, if he's not playing. Uh, another yep. person that um, that's left us, uh, which, which had a lot of uh, a lot of praise, was uh, was Kieran Lee. He's uh, he signed for Bolton. Um, what do you think to that uh, to that move?
3: Well, it, it was funny. I saw somebody tweeted. Did you see the tweet about Man ex-Man United midfielder? Yeah. Ex Man United midfielder played one game from uh, signed for Bolton. Anyway, um, what I think about Lee is. You never realise how good he were until he went in the team. Obviously injuries, it affects a lot of players. You can only feel sorry for him. But um, yeah. I always remember the goal he scored. In fact, you know, I've got a funny story about this. So, can you remember Bristol City at home when we were 2-0 down and we won 3-2, 90th minute, when he, and he scored the winner? Can you remember that?
2: Yeah, when they, they did, did Sam Hutchinson get sent off and then uh, he yeah. got yeah. sent off as well, yeah.
3: So, guess where I were at that game? Guess where I was at? Go on. In the away end... <laughs> so <laughs> they, wait, wait though there's a story behind it there is a story behind it so go on my mate plays for um, Bristol no he only plays for Burnley now but he used to play for Bristol City Josh Brown now so at the time he played for Bristol City I've come back from abroad a few summers ago and um, he used play play when's he playing at Hillsborough um, he's playing Richard O'Donnell were playing, and we used to go to school and stuff for Bristol City yeah. so I, I just messaged Josh unless you he want hey you want to meet up um, blah blah and I'll come to the game and that and I met his mum and dad before and stuff so Anyway, at the time, my girlfriend at the time we'd never been to a match and stuff, and I thought, right, hey, stuff it. Oh well, God, there'll only be a few hundred Bristol City fans. I'll just sit right in the corner on my own or whatever, um, and just go and see Josh and whether and watch him play and stuff. Um, I don't, you've seen me at Wednesday match. You've seen how mental I am, a psycho, like how, how passionate I am. But anyway, I anyway, we're two, we're in the way. Ended them sat up they two 0 down, right in the corner on me own, and worst night ever, obviously. Half time, go down, have a drink, listening to all the fans. Oh, we're gonna we're battering and blah blah blah. So, uh, I'm still there with my beard and just having a beer at half time. And then we go back in, get a goal back, start a second half. And obviously, I'm just sat there in the seat in the corner and go, get in, get, in, get in, under my breath. And then 2 1 Dan, uh, I think it was Lee Tomlin. He ran through one on one. And Sam Hutchinson, I think he tackled him with his head, but any, he did. But anyway, <laughs> he, he, said he got sent off and they got a penalty. So from this, he's got a penalty. They've, Tomlin again, I think, stuck up and took it, at the post. So we've got 10 men, the 2-1 down, so it should be 10 men, 3-1 game over. But he's mi- missed it in post, come back out. We've cleared it up to halfway line. Gary Hooper has then gone gone through one-on-one from the halfway line, but got brought down or something. And he's got a second yellow or straight red. Anyway, he got sent off Bristol City, kids. So then it's 2-1 with ten, 10 men each at space of two minutes. So anyway, that happens. So I'm there going, Grr! Anyway, then it's 2-1. This is happening. And then I remember, bless him, he only had an owl, uh, Bannon hit it from Miles Art and he... When in top corner, but he should have saved it. Two two, and I'm, I'm there going. We are last going. Oh my god, fucking! And that happens, and then obviously this happens at last minute. But before that, Josh Brownell's mum and dad turned. one well, his mum turned around. And went, uh, James, that James. So anyway, I went, yeah, I've told you not to send. A, anyway. So I've gone down <laughs> to him and sat with him at front. Ninetieth minute, so I went and sat right at the front row in the way and saying hello to them in the last minute. And he's going to me, oh, how does it feel like in a way? And then, oh I'm, I'm alright right. I'm trying to stay And then Lee does that. So Leeds goes ninety six minute fans run on pitch. I I stood up, went yes, and then walked up the stairs, grabbed my girlfriend's arm, run upstairs to exit bit, and just ran down our exit, ran into cop round corner, and just started cheering with everyone. <laughs> Mad, <laughs> so best memories ever. Best memories
2: ever. I suppose that's uh, that's a question to ask uh, all the listeners. Really, have you uh, have you ever been to a to a Wednesday match and uh, and been sat sat in the away end? If you if you were. Uh, then you know you know what to do. You can just uh, and tweet us. Reason. Yeah, yeah. Send us your reasons why as well. Just tweet us. It's at wtidpod uh, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's see uh, if anyone else has been in the away end watching a watching a Wednesday match. Um, we just got written down here as well, uh, just to talk about um, Declan Thompson. I mean, everyone must have seen that that video that's gone viral uh, of his dad. Uh, yeah. when he uh, when he came on against Exeter to you know what in the last uh, in the dying minutes of the uh, of the game. It's such a you know when you when you talk about football and everyone says about all these players and all this money and, and we're talking about yeah. getting, getting annoyed about results and win you know losing and all this that and the other and then, then you watch that, that video and to me that, that that's what football's all about, you know, to see his dad like you know reduced to tears, you know, seeing his uh, his young lad. You know, make his first like professional debut uh, for the club that he that he obviously you know supports as a kid. It's uh, it's amazing.
3: It is. I think I think the more the more serious thing about conversation is he had that is it um, Herbie's disease or something? It's something to with blood supply to hip joint or something like that. I've read a bit about yeah. it, but basically, he went a wheelchair for ages, weren't he? So I think <clears throat> not only coming out of a wheelchair and being able to walk around, run around is mad but then obviously coming on for Wednesday it's just no matter if it's Wednesday or whatever what, what club it is it's, it's unbelievable and it shows the character it's got and um, shows it's got his like, family just like it's their passion behind it. It's, they're all to they support Wednesday or whatever and they you can see it's there so you know you play somebody like that it's not like somebody who comes on loan posts on their Instagram videos and having a drink when they've just lost or oh, look at look at my new shoes and all this he's, he's one that will go over and he's, he'll be upset if he loses his dad will be like, come on. And it, do, do you know what I mean? It's just, it just seems a bit of a buzz with young kids. Like I know everyone always gonna know about youth coming through and all this, but it just looks like a minute. we've got a lot of youth coming through, but that are actually Wednesday fans, not just come from somebody else. So I think it's exciting and yeah,
2: bless him coming on it last minute and the reaction he got from his daddy it was just, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if anyone's not seen that video, I mean, to be honest, you need to be asking where, you, where you've been because it's been doing the rounds uh, all over social media. But if you've not seen it, it is on our uh, on our Twitter page. So go and, uh, go and have a watch. And uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely brings a tear to your eye to, to, to see that. Just something that, uh, that I've got written down here to talk about is, uh, is, is Callum Patterson. Now, he has scored three goals in uh, in three games when we signed him. I were a bit dubious to be, uh, to be honest, Uh, when when he said that he were a he were a defender come striker. I just thought, wait a minute, like (laughs) this is not kind of this is not the player that we need. We need, you know, we need an out and out striker to score as score as goals. Uh, He has been playing, you know, in different positions. You know, he's not been always playing up as a lone striker. He has been uh, in midfield uh, and what have you. But you know, in recent games, he's I say scored three goals in in three games. He's our leading goal scorer with. Five now, uh, I do believe, and uh, I put put a poll on Twitter uh, a little bit earlier on, uh, just asking, you know, do you think he's now he's now that striker, or or do you still see him as a bit of a utility man? And it's a bit of an undivided opinion, really. You know, fifty six percent of people said yeah, um, so yeah, just just shading it on that on that one. What would you what would you say to that? What, when, which camp are you in on the uh, is Patterson a striker or not
3: I think I'm not in either, either, to be honest, because it's goals the goals. Um, I think if you've got a team where you've got Lucas Chow playing every week on fire, and you've got Forestieri when he were on fire, and Hooper, whoever, I think yeah, then he's not a striker because you can't be really compare him to them sort of players. But in a fighting team at the bottom like this, as soon as he signed, and I just looked at his celebrations and things like that for Cardiff, and he were a character. Do you know what I mean? He's mm. just a character, yeah. and that's the sort of people you want at your club. So I think... Seeing him when he plays up front, it he, he can score simple, but at the same at same time, I don't know. You play anyone up front they can score a goal, but he's just he's got that presence and he's got that hunger to get up to score goals, and I can't see him. To be honest, I don't I can't see him as a it's like a right back. I can't see him as a right back. Like he's it, not built like it's not built like a right back, you know. He's not fast, he's not no. he's not like I don't I just don't know, I just can't see him as a right back. So for me, I think I'd see him more as a goalkeeper than I would as a right back.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably same uh, as you. Really, I, I don't see him as that out and out strike. I do see him as there's more of a you know that hard battling midfielder or attacking mid someone like that or yeah. you know, that someone just gets stuck in and you know he, he's not afraid to put his head where it hurts he showed, he showed that against yeah. Derby when he when he scored that goal and just nodded it, nodded it in he's a bit of an hard man uh, you know not afraid of a tackle uh, and what have you I mean I'm amazed to, to find out I think he's only 24 years old it looks like he's had a yeah, yeah. you know it looks, looks like, like it, is. Exactly. <laughs> and, and there, James is someone you want in your team
3: isn't it is its someone
2: you want in your team of course of course it is and I know you said about you know the, the three you know three people you want in your in your side and obviously I, I picked him and like you said he's, uh, he's just someone that you know you, you just need that passion and you need that um, that desire obviously he, we saw yeah, his passion when he broke that chair when he uh, when he came off yeah. the pitch for for whatever reason, um, and like you said, that's that's what we that's what we need. We need them, of them people yeah. that are uh, that want to play for the shirt. And because I think we we're, were at times this season, we were losing that. I think people were just kind of going through motions, and and that, that's why we are having yep. them bad runner results. And it's amazing what a you know what a good few wins does for the.
3: It is. Team. It really I is. I
2: think we're on. Was it now five mm-hmm. five games unbeaten? I think it is. Four four wins in a and a draw yeah but, um, it's not just
3: a thinking though is it it's not just a f- five games unbeaten because you know Wednesday not five games unbeaten to Wednesday is winning one and then drawing four and then we'll lose five after do you know? What I mean? but it's not it's four wins and it's four good four good wins you know why the good wins not because we're amazing because they're all being different we've put you far at Exeter professional performance at Derby awful come out second half we should have been we should have lost 10-0 come out second half and then we do what we do and change the way we played, and it, that were professional again. You look at Middlesbrough, two goals before half time, then see, then just finished the game off when they scored the goal to make a the consolation now. But when they got two one, they finished the game off when you thought there we go. Start second half, Warnock attacking, but but they didn't. They saw that out. And uh, Coventry, had a rough dogged performance, but under pure leadership, we got the win. So they're all different sort of kind
2: of wins, which is what you need really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And exactly. um, now, just to uh, just before we move on, just mention as well that uh, you can give us a follow on our social media channels. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WTIDpod uh, or you can give us a like over on Facebook as well. Just search for the Wednesday to I Die' podcast. Uh, obviously, get involved in some of the discussions that we have uh, on there, and uh, you know, if you have any questions for us, then uh, like some people have done uh, this week, just uh, drop them in, and we will read uh, some of the best ones out. As well, um, Um, before
3: you move on, mate, just going on to that. Um, I want I can't express enough for both of us when you're on about social media and a follow and all this or whatever. All of you that are listening now and do follow us and things like that, tell your mates, put in your WhatsApp groups or whatever, share things and whatever. Because we've got guests coming up in future, which we're not mentioned much, but we have got guests lined up, and we're not going to do that obviously until we've got enough sort of listeners, which is going up a lot daily. We're doing it, it's really good the feedback and stuff we're having, but yeah, it all helps us. we're just two Wednesday fans that aren't doing it for money. We're just doing it because we have a ever rant every weekend to each other and we thought, why not talk about it and get everyone's opinions and either way, then it's, any which way but lose like with it. But yeah, if, the more help we get, the better and obviously we can get the more guests on that we've, we've got lined up and get, get involved more really. So yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, then obviously leave us a review uh, as well. They are, uh, they are much appreciated. <laughs> Transfer Rumours. Obviously, we haven't got a manager, so it does seem a bit silly talking about transfer rumours and who's uh, going to be in and out. Obviously, there has been no one come in or go out uh, at the time of recording, Uh, but there has been a few rumours that have been doing the rounds. Um, Obviously, the first one, roads to QPR. Uh, I can't remember if we spoke about that last week, Um, although it does sound like that rumour has been put to bed somewhat. Apparently, they said that um, they've not been able to agree contracts and what have you well it's Maybe. because Charlie Austin's going in there well yeah well, he's already gone has so that's yeah, well, uh, there you go then that, that says it all doesn't it I mean to be fair I'd have Charlie Austin over Jordan Rhodes
3: to be fair I think we spoke about on Facebook group, didn't we I think we Wednesday Sing group
0: and a
3: lot of people have their own opinions or whatever but yeah there were some random comments in there to say the least but the main thing were yeah he's injury prone though uh, Austin's injury prone and is old mm. and he's past it and blah blah but you can't you can't say someone past it that scored the goals he can like that just because of what Rhodes has been like so you've exactly <laughs> again like that's another thing with, with Jordan Rhodes if it, this is what I'm saying about him because I want people to know for a start I don't that's... think he's amazing. I've never said he is I just like I said I just think he yeah, to get a fair shot no matter what anyone says it's my opinion but with someone like Ru- uh, Rhodes if he were gonna go to anyone then someone like QPR with a small pitch like that with fans yeah. packed in when they're allowed
2: there and stuff that's where he'll score that's where he'll score yeah. goals like that. I mean, there's, there's been another rumor as well of uh, Matt Penny. Uh, he apparently he's been linked with a move to Bristol City. Uh, Was I don't he? Injured? Know how much, um, I'm not too. I'm not too sure. I think he uh, must have been. I heard. That, I heard that he travelled down to Exeter the weekend, but then um, he got the, him and Kachunga and Weaver got sent over and Weaver had that positive test. So uh, yeah, I think uh, he were involved. Involved in that, I don't. I don't think he's injured as far as as far as I'm aware. But he has been linked to a to move out to Bristol. I think he needs perhaps go out on loan again. Bristol uh, City, yeah, been linked with Bristol, to Bristol City. You know, so
3: large James so like that again could go either way. Like when we got Antonio on, he, he didn't. Get, he went not play for Reading. We came in and smashed it or whatever. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of times. Obviously, people go out alone and they come back and they're a better player. There's a lot of time that you. You tell people like, and you regret it in future, but then there's 90% of the time you don't. And with him, with Penny, I think every single Wednesday fan, I I would say every single fan, I wouldn't even say like 99% of them would like to see him play in team and given a chance. Like every time we've seen him, he's done. But again, all you can say is what's going on behind the scenes because why aren't he being played sort of thing. Um, But at the same time, Somebody like Bristol City, I just this is what I don't understand. I think they're right. If they do want him and they do get him on loan, I think they're right by doing it. But at the same time, like what do they see to think, right? Like, that kid's been out on loan for ten games away in Germany. Now he's playing He's back up Wednesday, he's not getting picked. Um, yeah, we'll have him on loan, sort of thing, because it just don't make sense. Do you know what I mean? If anything, if you're gonna do that, it won't be much money. Sign, try and sign him permanently. So that if he is classed, then you're gonna make money from it and you're gonna get amazing performances and be a bit higher up in league. But if not, you can send him out and loan yourself. So but yeah, it's a weird one that Bristol City, because if you'd
2: think it'd be going lower. League. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I don't know how much how much truth there are in these rumors. Like I said, they are only rumors and until you know, until they sign. Obviously, we're not gonna we're not gonna know, but um they, you know, that's gonna be a little bit quiet. I mean, on the on the ins, um we've been linked with Greg Cunningham from Cardiff. I think he's a he's a left back. Uh Card. If you don't know a great deal about Greg Cunningham, to be honest, and they've also been been linked with a striker as well, Armand Nandule. Uh, he's a, apparently he's a free agent. Uh, been linked with with him as well. But I think it's a bit silly to talk about transfer rumours and things like that when when we haven't got a manager. I where, where do we where do we need? Um, what, like, I'm not going to say who do we need to sign because that's a bit of a silly question. But what positions do you want to see? the strengthening January transfer window
3: for a start nine, ten days in whatever it is to a window first time I've not heard Ben Marshall mentioned so <laughs> that's a good that's a good um, start but I, I think yeah, looking at squads when you that is is he injured that you whatever you call you were, that young, like, you remember Billy his debut of Brighton FA Cup and he were going to be the next big thing and then he weren't ready then this all the hype about him and then no he
6: could play left like, back on his right back but he played in under twenty three a lot I just think. When you say you need a left back, everyone's saying we need a left back. I think that Galvin's performance merits at least being on bench behind Penny. But if not Penny behind Penny, you've got, you've got to get a left back in if you're not going to play him in league. You've got to try I think you've got to try him in the league for a start because they're both. I think Penny and him could both play left back and put in a good shift either way and like swap and change him if one's not playing or whatever. But at the same time, you can't keep if you're not going to play him, you've got we've got to get a left back. We can't keep playing centre backs at left backs and Strikers in midfield and wherever. So, I don't know, because Windas, I think he's got a lot of potential. um, But I think he needs a bit more backing around him. And, like you said, we aren't a manager at the minute. It's a lot more difficult, because who who goes out to speak to people? It seems like Chansey wants to make signings himself, but who goes out and speaks to these players? Why would these players want to come when they don't know who's in charge and think, right, if I go there, who's going to take over next? And will they like me and blah, blah, blah? Like, I just think... When people had come to Wednesday when it was Carlos and that they loved his passion, they wanted to play for him. And when people go to Liverpool, I know it's a big step, but they go to Liverpool and they want to play for COP. And we've just not got no identity at the minute. So I think it's difficult, but at the same time we do need something, what that
2: is, though I don't know any more goals. Yeah, I think we didn't, I think we definitely need a strike, like you said. Uh we haven't got a partnership. I mean, it all depends on uh, what sort of style of play we want to play with you know when the new manager comes in. I mean if it's if it's Cook, I think he quite likes the um, you know, like the four, two, three, one formation. So oh. perhaps that lone that lone striker will perhaps not need um you know, as many strikers as we perhaps perhaps think. Um but that that being said, I, we can't just rely on one person. You know, we uh, we need that competition up there. You know, we can't at the moment. It's just now on the windass plays. You know, as long as he's fit, which which he didn't fit. Now he's, he has picked up that, that injury. So looks like it's gonna be Patterson uh, leading the line against um, against Coventry uh, on Saturday.
3: Jaden Stockley, he's been mentioned. Jaden Stockley at Preston, but he's, he does not score enough. But was it was going to Preston on loan now from lower league? Who is was it?
6: Uh,
2: it's, Fleet
6: funny, it's it's uh
2: it's uh what's oh, yeah, Ched Evans. Evans, yeah. Our good friend
0: Ched Evans. Um, yeah, Agent, but so anyway.
2: Chad. Think, <laughs> <Agent
0: Ches>.
3: Um <laughs> but yeah, so think yeah, uh William, getting yeah, I not have him, I just think he's another one of like just a bit like Patterson sort of, I don't know, mate. I don't know, but I just think we need someone. I don't I, like people are on about wages. When I just don't get when people always go on about wages and yeah, but it's on too much and this and that and blah blah. The thing is it, if you did go for someone like Austin or whatever yeah he's a lot of wages but the thing is if he comes in and bangs goals if he doesn't bang goals in yeah you can say oh it did work but if he does come in and bang goals in the money we're going to make from us staying up and winning games is a lot more than what wages are so I think you've got to try and get a goal scorer simple
2: yeah yeah well it's all the time I'll tell hopefully come the, you know, the next episode that we record hopefully we've got a manager we some more signings or made some first signings and things are looking, uh, looking rosy and um, in moving on to uh to that next game uh, we take on Coventry on Saturday uh, away from home um now Coventry have just ended a four game winless run um which started with the defeat to us we we actually started their their winless run yeah when we beat them 1-0 at uh yeah they've just beaten millwall 2-1 in the in the league uh they're unbeaten in seven games at home which well can you call it home? They play St Andrews, don't they? In Birmingham's ground. They haven't really got a home at the moment, have they? Coventry. I'm um, glad though. We never seemed to get anything at Rico. No, we didn't, to be fair. They, they, they sat 16th in championship. Um, so they have moved up. I remember. They were down near us at some point. How many, you know, how many uh, points did they above us? Uh, they're on 26, we're on 19, so seven points, seven points above. Uh their leading goal scorer is Hamer with four goals. He's actually a midfielder. So they're the struggling. Is. Struggling like us with for goals. Um so yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's it's another must win game, I think, to be to be fair. Although saying that with that recent run that we've been on, it doesn't seem as uh, as desperate, let's yeah, say. Yeah. So we want to win. You know, of course we wanna win. That's you know, that's without saying, but if we'd have lost the last two or three games, then it puts more pressure on on, on your next one. Because we have oh, all yeah. those points, and we have you know uh, we have caught up with, with the likes of Derby and you know over Rodham. I know they've got games in hand on us, but yeah, it, yeah. it's it, it don't put as much pressure on us. We can you know we can afford to get a draw away from home. Uh, you know, pick up the wins uh, wins at home. We, we've beaten we've beaten once already. They have been on a bit of a uh, on a bit of a, a lull. We're on a bit of a high with the the run that we've been on, and you can't beat confidence, really. You know, when when a team's on a on a run, it's almost like yeah. you feel you feel unbeatable. I'm not at that stage yet with Wednesday. I think that we have been quite fortunate and quite lucky with those um, performances that we've, we've had and the wins that we've had. But I you know I go to the, I go into the commentary game not as scared or not as downbeat as I perhaps would have been a couple of weeks ago. Um, hopefully we can get a manager in before then. That might give us another lift. You know, players will want to impress to whoever the new manager is. What do you think to, to that, to Coventry?
3: I think it could go either way. I think I think we're all, we're all expecting something about time before we go. Oh, we're, we're, we've been waiting for that and getting a two or three nil loss or something like that. But yeah. at the same time, I think it could. I don't I know. It sounds very like, easy to get out of predicting it by saying this, but I honestly don't think it could go either way. I think it could be not like two or three on Wednesday. I think it could be one aim, one nil performances, where it's great, win like away at Birmingham, one aim performances, yeah. or, or it could simply be a two or three nil loss. Either way, I don't think it'll be. Um, if Coventry do win, I don't think it'll be close, to be honest. I
2: think they'll score a few, but I think if Wednesday win, it'll be a close
3: scrape.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a six pointer, and then, uh, and then we've got another game as well before we uh, record our next episode. Uh, and that's uh, Wickham, uh, Wickham comes that's over it. on Tuesday. They're bottom at league. Um, I think, think the only team, they've, I think they've only won twice, I think this season, twice or three times, obviously one <laughs> one rumour against us. Yeah, one rumour <laughs> They've
3: good performances though, mate. They've put some good performances in, and they've been unlucky with a lot of decisions I've seen off sides and things like that. They've been a bit unlucky, but at the same time, um, they've got no to lose like they have with every game, and you never know, do you? You never know. Um I just can't see, as much as we're playing well at minute, as much as we're playing a bit better, not even well, just getting results, I can't see us turning teams over to a 3-0, I can't see us dominating a game, so I just think every game is just going to be trying to scrape a win at minute, which we'd have took a few, five weeks ago, we'd have took this, where we are now, so yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, Wickham, they've, they're just one winning 13, um, they've, got, they've had no winning six away from home, uh, and that extends to just... One win in twelve in twelve games, just five points from possible thirty-six. So they're in a they're in a bit of a sorry state of affairs at the moment. Um, you know, lying twenty-fourth and, and bottom of the league. Obviously, like I said, they did they did beat us one 0 in their cup final against us uh, earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so hopefully we can uh, we can turn them over again. I mean, it'll, it'll be the you know total Wednesday thing to do, won't it? To go to the ball of league yeah. with them and double the get, <laughs> get beat again. Uh you know, I won't put it past us to be to be perfectly honest. Again, they're struggling for goals. They've stopped Cash get he's their leading goal scorer with four again. So uh looks like all you know all teams down near us they're, they're down there down there for a reason because you know they're not scoring goals. So um yeah so yeah we'll just have to uh, we we'll just have to see Easy. I mean I, I would say if we can take four points from next two games i will be more than happy. Uh, yep. i take a draw. I take a draw at Coventry, and then we've got to be we've got to be looking to be bottom of the league uh, really at home as well.
3: Uh, like you want to win every game, and the two teams around us, I would. I'd, I'd still. I'd take three. I would just take one, three points because if they lose to Coventry, yeah, they're a bit of boys, and yeah, you got it. But being Wickham's massive at bottom, but then again, if. If they do go and beat Coventry away, that's another team getting pulled into it with us. And then if we do end up losing to Wickham, then I, I still think they're going down either way. So I don't think it's as much of a threat. So in a way, I would take three, but obviously you want to yeah. win them both.
2: Yeah, of, of course. They can't get too carried away, though. To be fair. Mapping versus Halcroft. The points from from last week. Have you have you had a look? Do you wanna do you wanna know what the results were? No, yeah, go on. Well, I got three po- three points. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get the, Uh And you got thirteen. Yes, get in. I had an absolute shocker last, last <laughs> one week. One nil. <laughs> so yeah, so you're uh, you're leading so far one one nil. Um, obviously, we've got two games coming up uh, before we next record. So we are just going to do it for the uh, for the Coventry game. We'll leave the uh, we'll leave the Wickham Wickham game. But uh, to everyone else. Um, please go and download the Wednesday Picks app. Um, You've got a chance of winning a share of £1,000, and it is free to enter. Uh, Just go to the App Store, uh, the iOS App Store on Apple or Google Play Store if you're an Android user. Uh, Download the app, register, and uh, all you need to do before the next game week uh, is just... You know, select your predictions, Uh, and then the uh, the people at the top of the leaderboard. I said they win the share of the uh, the thousand pounds. So we'll just uh, whiz through the questions. So you went um, you went first last time, so I'll go I'll go first this time. That's uh, all right, Jeremy. So uh, will Sheffield Wednesday beat Coventry? uh, Yes. No, actually, no. I'm gonna say no because I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a draw. So I'm gonna say we're not gonna beat Sheffield Wednesday. How many goals will we score? It's gonna be uh, a one-one draw. So I'm gonna go for one goal. Corners, we're doing better recently. I'm gonna say we're gonna have three corners. We're we'll being a bit more attacking minded. Uh, how many shots? We're gonna have three shots on target. And how many saves? I'm gonna go for three again. I'm gonna have three saves as well. So, uh, what about you, Jeremy? Well, for a start, um,
3: I I don't think we're gonna beat Sheffield Wednesday either because we are Sheffield Wednesday. So, uh... <laughs> I, think no, you I didn't said, realize. What you're... Yeah, funny, funny. Wednesday, you that back. It's brilliant. I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah, go on, ask me questions, then, and then I'll say.
2: Wait, let me do. Let me do that again, Nick. I don't want to sound like an absolute pillock.
3: Oh no, I didn't. I thought you should have left that because it's even funnier.
2: <laughs> I'm
4: well, yeah, going
2: I'm I'm to do it again so um, will we beat Coventry um, I'm going to go for no because I've said that we're going to draw so I'm gonna, I am going to think it's going to be a 1-1 draw so how many goals are we going to score as I just said we're uh, going to go for one goal how many corners uh, we've been a bit more positive recently so I'm going to go for three corners um, shots on target I'm going to go for three again and then how many saves will be goalkeeper make I'm going to go for three so quite a lot of threes on that one Um what about yourself so will will we beat Coventry Jamie yep how many goals will we score one how many corners are we going to get three shots on target two and how many saves three three right okay so I hope I beat you because I can't. I can't go two 0 down. I can't go two nil down because you're going to be running away with it. in such an early, early stage. But again, if you go and download the Wednesday Picks app, you can uh, have a go as well. And uh, hopefully, you can bag yourself that that share of that thousand pounds. And remember, it's free to enter as well. Everything from uh, from us. Uh, like I said, if you have enjoyed the show, then please do uh, give us a rating uh, and a review. Uh, we do really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you again next week. So, everyone. Yep. See you later.